gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? You're talking to two guys from Hialeah and West Kendall and one with a Raleigh Fingers mustache, so I think you're good. Ricky right? Vaughn style, baby. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who flips their bat like that in a single? I'm here for A guy that's hitting 200, bro. Listen, you paid $5 for your ticket, even if you're sitting behind home, please. Get, get, get paid the big bucks, he knows a little better than I do. Uh, and he's very handsome. So handsome. Super handsome. Your expectations as a Marlins fan should have changed by now. All the feels, man. Like, I love Pablito so much. It depends on what you give up. Man. I don't like that question, Danny. I, I, oh. I don't. I, <laughs> what would you let me see it if I can't have it? Like, I feel like the Marlins. Sure. Starting staff has looked so much better. Uh, All three you know. of them. Okay. I'm you believe this one, guys. I believe. You I believe. believe. The Marlins have the worst run differential in the national. League. Oh man, now this 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 was the wrong choice. But I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number thirty-three of the Battered Marlins Fans Podcast. I am your host Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, are the three battered fans. Let's go around the clock, Mister Brenton Griffin. How are you doing, sir? Oh man. I'm just glad I'm seeing more action than the Marlins offseason. That's for sure. Ooh, what kind of action are we talking about? <laughs> hey, yeah, no, for real. I was going to say that. Hey, you can't steal it. I tweeted it out. You didn't. <laughs> How's it going, Cali? Uh, you want to know how it's going, Danny? Yes. Yes. You want to know Take how it it's off. going? Take it off. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh wow! Whoa, whoa! Look at that! Breaking news on the battered Marlins fans podcast. Uh, Peter Bendix has traded Cali for uh, for a player to be named later. Asian, if you think Spazzy's wearing the wrong gear, check out uh, check out your boy Orioles over here. Oh, oh, what happened to Spazzy? Spazzy disappeared. I think he got. Maybe All he's right. stripping down. He's going to do this one in a birthday suit. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. He goes. there he goes. All oh, right. How you doing, sir? You randomly uh, disappeared on us. I tried to write back to Adrian. I think I logged myself out. Yeah. <laughs> he said I was wearing, wearing the wrong gear. It's um, been a while. It's been a long day, so I, uh, I'm pretty tired. I took a half day. I went golfing. And, uh, you, by the way. Poor baby. Yeah. Next time I gotta I gotta bring out Cali, but I told him it's gotta be a teacher planning day so we can get out there early and all that. So uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk some baseball and all that. Well, let's talk some baseball. And actually, we were gonna originally start with Fan Fest. Last time we spoke was the week before Fan Fest, and we figured, okay, let's come on, let's talk about our experience at Fan Fest for Spazzy and I that were actually there. But we actually had some transactions happen. One. Do you guys remember or did you guys hear who we traded for? I did. Jonah Bride, a V. Yeah. Oakland Athletics. And Jonah Bride. And I thought to myself, okay, okay, let's see. Let's see. I never heard about this guy. Let's, let's check this guy out. That's and then I checked him out. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who this guy is so, at all. Last year, he had 88 at bats. He, his average was 170, uh, on-base percentage 286, OPS 491. For his career, at least his average was better at 192. Third base, what are we doing here, Cali? Are, are we trying to win games? Is that what you threw on the Orioles hat? Brother, I don't 
I don't know what the expectation is anymore. Um, I know that Bendix said, you know, and Skip has kind of reiterated, they're kind of happy with what they have. Um, but we, it, it, we've been linked to maybe trading for Willie Adamas, who's a, you know, solid shortstop. I think he'd fit in great here. I think he'd kind of, you know, align with the message of what the team's trying to do. You know, linked to Tim Anderson, you know, which was which is something oh, we, yeah, especially brands been clamoring for. Yep, um, over a year, <laughs> for over a year. Um, you know, there's plenty of other serviceable shortstops available, and us trading for a guy at a position where we basically don't have any depth tells me that th- this is what we're rolling with. Like I, like I'm, I'm losing more and more faith that we're actually going to do something productive or do something significant. Um, you know, and with this move, we DFA Groshans who, you know, wasn't great, but he, you know, displayed some displayed a bit of power, you know, hit a bomb with us last year. Uh, by the way, uh, Jonah Bride was DFA'd last week before he got traded. Yes, yep. correct. So, so, and he got DFA'd from the A's. He, he, and he, 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 what his numbers aren't good. That's read... an organization you want to pick up rejects from. Let me tell <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> in <clears throat> last year, in 106 at bats or 106 plate appearances, you know. He struck out 22 times, 170 batting average. He had a war of negative 0.4. Like Real that means solid. he's actually whenever there's a negative, you're, that means you're costing your team games mm-hmm. more than you're more than you're not. I think we're getting all these guys to try and replace Gene Segura because he was like a negative 1.9 or something. They're trying. They're trying to somehow <laughs> add I up guess to that. that positive, but I just I don't. Uh, I don't I don't see the value in that move. If that's the move you're gonna make, just roll with Xavier Edwards. Just you know, fuck it. Roll with some of the young think, guys. I don't think this yeah. guy was brought in to be the starter because from what I No, no, I no. Think, I think not. he's plays all over the infield. I think he has like nine hundred innings at catcher or something like that as well. Um I think so Fishon in... first reported that and, and broke down that he he's basically the ultimate infield utility man, which that's fine. I don't know. You, you know, get DFA'd by the A's. Pencil, but... Yeah. <laughs> you get DFA'd by yeah. the A's. I have, I've lost all confidence. Spaz, how are you feeling about this offseason? I don't like it at all. I mean, I haven't had any fun. Uh, I, I, I think the reason why Martin's Twitter is just arguing about teal and black and oh, what, what, what colors we need to be is because there's been a lack of moves. So I... It, it's been awful. It's been really not a lot of fun uh, to be a fan of this team right now. So, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it except that it sucks. Do you guys not think that this team – because it's not much different from from what it was last year. It's basically the same without um, solar power. But we have Josh Bell now. We have Berger now, right? Because we only had them for the last couple months. Yeah. We have Yuri Perez to start the season. Sandy wasn't consistent last year. You don't think this team is good enough to have a similar record, B500, 8181? Um, with the with, – with, with, okay, so a couple things to, to consider. Now with the offseason, we've been able to kind of process how the season's gone and mm-hmm. things like that. And, and 
you know, like, yeah, we, we, we got into the playoffs and stuff, but, you know, again, we had a terrible run differential all season. We, we definitely had some weird wins and, you know, enough of those will, will push you along. Um, I, we, we lost a lot of power numbers in solar. Um, we've lost a lot of depth because we, we don't have solar coming back. We don't have Yuli coming back, you know, yeah, but you lost depth at DH. Like you can pick up another DH. I'm not, well, I'm we, not we, too we, worried we, about that. We, we signed Trey Mancini who's gotten, you know, significantly worse over the last, what, like four seasons. Um, a guy that can maybe still yeah. be productive. He can still probably make Listen, it through. He's going to be this but... season's Johnny Cueto. That's my prediction. Mancini, I think I think he can slot in and he can kind of be a Guriel. Um, I think he can have that type of productivity. Nothing outstanding, but a veteran presence and all that stuff. Um, but I, I just don't see what we we've lost plenty and we haven't really added anything. So I'm hoping that between now and maybe sometime in spring training, maybe the new spring training to showcase some of these guys that, you know, we move maybe our pl- so one of the plethora of arms that we have for a pretty uh, decent bat. Even like if it's like a like a near major league ready guy that we can kind of plug in. Like I think that I I I think that would be that would be solid. And there's guys out there that we can go get that probably won't be too expensive. We just have to give up maybe, you know, a Cabrera or Rogers or one of those types. But do of you think that like, do you think that there's guys that like, do you, th- do you really think it's worth trading somebody like that? Because no. the free agent market, yes. I say, I say you go out there and you take a flyer on like a guy like Tim Anderson or yeah. uh, Rosario still out there. Take a flyer. on One of those two guys, keep your pitching and see what happens because what, what's also important to remember is in the run-in for the second half, Solar was injured for most of the second half. Like, Berger and Bell carried the team in that that thing. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we're around a 500 team, but I do think that the trade deadline is going to be very telling for this team because if we're, not, if we're not around 500 by the trade deadline, I can see us just offloading the hell out of people. My my only issue with I think signing an Anderson or a Rosario would be great, um, but I think in order to I'm trying to think into what the Marlins are trying to do now, what Bendix's message has been, and a lot of it has been, you know, let's let's restock the let's restock the farm system. We need to we need to get guys developing through the system and stuff like that. So by moving, well, because truly what we have is we have seven startable guys, seven guys who can be big league rotation guys. You know, obviously we know Sandy and Yuri are off the table. We're going into this year, we're not going to have Sandy. So our rotation is going to look something to the effect of Lazardo, Yuri, Garrett, um, Cabrera, and I'm guessing Rogers. And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can make a case for, for Max Meyer, um, Dave Weathers, one of those types of guys. Um, no six, though. I mean, maybe, a but myth, I, a I, myth. I, I, <laughs> my, my bet is that six, those DFA at some point during spring training, yeah, absolutely. but, um, but you, I think you move, if you, you can move one of those guys and get a guy that's, you know, been productive in double A or triple A that can either make the jump right away to at least be a depth piece. Yeah. But we have or, that in the system though. Who, we have Amaya who? and we have Cappy. Those are guys like that can probably come up 
at some point within this year or next year and start. So if you get a Tim Anderson to fill the gap and you don't have to give up one of your starting pitchers, I'm all for that move every day of the week. I'm saying like, look, look, I mean, not, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing the hat fine, but you know, you look at a move like the, the Orioles just made, they, they went and got Corbin Burns, but they gave up and, and Milwaukee got guys like DL Hall and Joey Ortiz that haven't had a ton haven't had a ton of big league time but those are guys that are going to plug in and be productive for that team right now that's a move we don't have a corbin burns we don't have a top five pitcher in baseball but we can we can move a you know i i wouldn't want to move cabrera he's he's pretty low on the list of guys i want to make just because i think we don't he's probably the most valuable but we don't have a top five pitcher per se at the moment because sandy's injured but don't you think that yuri showed the capability to become that sure Sure. That's the issue is that you're only like 20, 21. I think you're disrespecting Braxton Garrett right now, Callie. Well, I, I, you know, I love, you know, I love me some Braxton Garrett. But, but <laughs> like, you, you, guys, you guys made a great point last time when, when I brought up Braxton Garrett and about why nobody's trying to get him in a trade. It was always Lizardo's name being put out there that for some reason he's not really valued as much as Lizardo is. I don't, but I don't think I, it's I, that he's not valued. I think it's just that. The, the Marlins have made it clear that they don't want to move him. Have they? I, I believe so. From yeah. my, I mean, yeah, it, I, 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 the I, thing I, is, it's the, the easiest ones to move off right now is going to be obviously Lazardo because he's in that prime age. He's been, he's been proven productive. His numbers have gone better every year. And then Cabrera with the projectability because he throws a million miles an hour. He has a 92 mile an hour changeup. You know, the walk numbers are terrible, but. You know he's still young. He you can do something about that. Garrett's uh, you know, he's a lefty. Doesn't throw terribly hard, but he's he's good. He's consistent. But I think that's a guy that the Marlins want to keep and really let develop. I think he's more the Marlins mold, whereas Cabrera can bring in a lot in a tra- in trade value. Not that I, I necessarily want to move off of Cabrera, but I'm saying if we're looking at immediate trade value right now, I'd say Lazardo of guys that the Marlins would move. I'd say Lazardo and and Cabrera are those guys right now. Uh, Spaz, you wanted to say something? Uh, no, no. I, I mean, I, 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 did, I forgot my train of thought. But uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're on on the topic of trades, just I want to say last month, uh, we had heard, and uh, I Callie had also heard. Uh, I think you were the one that, that brought it up that there's a chance that everybody's on the table. Yeah. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden you see moves. We are a few weeks away, what, like two and a half weeks, give or take, Mm -hmm. from the spring training. Do we feel comfortable in saying we now know what our roster more or less looks like? We don't expect any moves within the next two weeks or so? I don't. I don't think so. I I, I feel like this is it. I don't think we're going to see anything. I think this offseason, like, you can look at the free agent market, like, has been very slow to develop. There's still, like, a lot of quality guys out there. Um, so you have to think like once some of those those dominoes fall and like people miss out on the guy they wanted, uh, maybe they go back into the trade deadline. But I, I, I don't think this roster is set until we get to opening day. I think if the right offer comes in, Bendix is pulling the trigger. From here, from here till spring training, Spaz, I want you to tell me, what do we get more of? Player acquisitions or Kapler TikToks? 
<laughs> Kepler TikToks one hundred percent. That dude loves being on camera. That dude loves. <laughs> I've, I've like, noticed getting a gym session in and walking down and like uh, re- rehearsing some like Wolf of Wall Street quotes and some shit. Like this guy loves loves yeah. that shit. Little thirst trap. I think we got to get you on TikTok, man. I'll go start doing this for us. Quoting some random. What was that quote that he said? Like. Uh, something about sweat is the drug or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't have TikTok, so I don't something know. like so sweat is the better drug or something. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't have TikTok. He's been either. here for two weeks and he's already so Miami. It hurts. <laughs> well, no, I don't have TikTok either. But I mean, it's all over the place because it's, it's so yeah. weird. People like just repost it and yeah, yeah, saying that sweat is the other drug. Get out of here, brothers. Yeah, yeah. It, it, go 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 do something in the office, dude. And I don't mean yes. the gym. I mean like the there, office. There's office. too many people in the office. The Marlins don't have the office space anymore because they just <laughs> hired like four thousand nerds to take over. Yes, <laughs> they're and, looking and for a new problem. leasing, a new building to lease. That's the problem, and I and I think that's like again a huge just issue with the offseason that it, it, there's been more action in the front office and hiring people and just stuffing more people in Marlins park to work and, and crunch numbers. And th- there's just nothing to get excited about. I'm not going to get excited about some people who are in an office in there. You know, that's their job. No, I, I care Azzy, about the guys. I care about the guys. Bringing these people in so that it boosts the game day attendance. Yes. That's all it is. Now they can say an extra 400 people attend every game. There you go. We're no longer bottom of the league by the end of the year. Were we, we were bottom of the league last year, was we? No, we had we weren't bottom of the league. I think we're yeah, close. We're mid. We're mid table. We're Everton. We're Everton. Don't you ever compare us to Everton again, Spazzy. I will come over there and rip we, we that mustache off. Much more recently. Oh, oh yeah, I had to. I had to. <laughs> All right. So it looks like we're. I mean, I think we're done with the trades. Like you guys said, maybe some free agents are still out there. Maybe we'll pick somebody up in free agency. But as far as big moves, I wouldn't expect anything. No. Uh, yeah, and and even a player leaving, I wouldn't expect anything in the trade market anytime soon. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see. But since we last spoke, we had Fan Fest. Now, unfortunately, Brenton and Callie couldn't go. Spazzy and I did go. Yeah. Now, there, there was an issue for me. My kids had a science event uh, at their school. It started at 6 o'clock. So I had to choose whether I went when it first started between four and let's say six o'clock and then go to the school or go after the science thing and go from eight to 10. Cause they announced that it was going to go from four to 10 o'clock. That's all perfect. I'll just go at the end. So I can watch the fireworks also. So I'll tell you about my experience, but Spazzy, I know you were there earlier than I was. How was it when you first arrived to FanFest? Um, I got there maybe an hour after it started. I, I, it, FanFest is, I've gone every year just cause you know, I got, with my wife and we'll go with some friends it'll be a fun thing whatever like it's just not for me i don't care to meet players i don't care to Neither take pictures i don't care to like i i just love baseball I like watching the game of baseball so like fan fest is not for me what i didn't see a lot of which i've seen in the past is vendors selling like old uh vintage memorabilia that that was not a thing there um they were selling a well, ton that's of what beers. you like right that, well, that was the only like, yeah, reason yeah. you went yeah, yeah. I, I like buying. Like, I have like little, I have a ton of 97, 93, uh, 2003. I have a ton of just vintage shit, and I just didn't see any vendors there like doing that. Um, Shout out to pay, uh, PJ, just PJ. new uh, sub. Welcome. Oh, yeah. What's up, man? Welcome, man. Yeah. It's a shit show. So, yeah. 
So yeah, I, I just didn't see that. And then the, like the new merchant, uh, any new merchandise, it was basically the same as last year. So like, I really didn't care to buy anything. And then it was all, I felt like super inflate. I just, it was so expensive. Like a hat was like 50 bucks. I was like, that's regular prices though. Now? No, dude, I could mm -hmm. buy a hat for like 35, 40 bucks. Now it's like, the pen, the pen, is it a dad hat? Because if it's a fitted, they're going for 40 to 50 bucks. Now. Yeah. That's the regular going price. That, the, that, the, the fitteds are, are 41 on fanatics. I was actually looking earlier today. That is stupid, man. I don't know. I, I like, I was going to buy one. I was like, nah, I can't like, this is just dumb right now. That's why Spazzy's in full on Panthers gear. Man. Oh, that whole outfit <laughs> cost him 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Marshall special right here. So yeah, I found that at Ross. FanFest was not good for me. And then leaving, I left Chris from uh, – I, I saw Chris from Battered Herons, and we had a couple words, and it was nice seeing him. And then he said he was going to meet up with you. So then your experience yeah. was, you know. Right. I No, I, I showed up at, give or take, 8 o'clock, let's say. Yeah. I thought I had a solid two hours to enjoy whatever they were going to do. So we get there, and the first thing I do, I meet up with Chris. And, you know, because he has kids. I have kids. They, they, they're friends. So – we meet up with them so we can start going around. We stop at one spot to buy my son. Uh, I want to say it was a chicken sandwich or something. All right, my daughter, a hot dog. My wife is pregnant. So once we're done with the kids, thank you. Once we're done with the kids, it's time to go get my wife some food. They started shutting down all the restaurants at like 820. Oh, shit. The event doesn't <laughs> end until 10 o'clock. Why on earth are you closing down the food two hours early? Like, if you say four to ten, feed me at least four to nine. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, we didn't get to eat. The stores oh. are shutting down. They're, they're not allowing anybody to go to the outfield section because apparently the fireworks look better behind home plate. I don't care where they look better from. Let me stand and sit wherever I want. Like, this isn't, like, an actual game. Like, why are they forcing me to sit behind home plate? Because they want to take a cute picture and make it look like it's full. That's why. They want everybody in one little section so that it looks like, hey, look, FanFest, we had a good turnout. No, it wasn't a good turnout. It, it really wasn't that crowded. I didn't get to eat. I didn't see anything special as far as memorabilia or uh, um, or any new gear at the, at the fan store. I saw a couple of players. I think I saw AJ Puck there taking pictures with people. But I'm not that guy. I don't care about taking pictures with these guys. FanFest, to me, it, it was a disaster. I, and maybe if I would have gotten there early, I would have had a different experience. No. But if no. you were there from 8 to 10, it sucked ass. I, well, the more excited you get, the more your New York comes out, which is something I absolutely love. I love it. Well, I was, I I was, I was waiting very, for this one to come out. The... No, I don't, I don't do that. That, that Italian? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm walking here. And if you, if you would have gotten there early honestly it just would have been more food spots available but it wasn't but that's what we wanted yeah it, it wasn't anything crazy honestly I, I felt like they did an awful job it was not a fun time i i had one beer i was waiting for my nephew who who, who he does like taking pictures with like players and stuff so the i was players, waiting yeah. for him but i was having a beer in the outfit and i was like what what am i i i, I think i tweeted i was like what am i even doing here this is fucking awful and I did like that the, the roof was open, so I got to, like, you know, I, I do love our park with the roof open, so I, I enjoyed that. I had the fireworks were cool. I didn't even see that. I left. I, I left. I was like, all I right. Mean, I, I, I would have liked it more if I would have been eating or drinking something as I watched it. But, yeah, they were cool anyway. I will give a shout-out to – I don't know if it was uh, DJ Mercury, but whoever the DJ was that night, 
they were on it. Like it was good music playing while I was there. That, that I'll give them to them. The DJ, I hope it was. whoever was I DJ hope it there. Was <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I didn't. That would have been awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no. if it was, if it was Mish, that would have been awesome. Yeah. No, nah, it was a lot of reggaeton when I got there. But me and my Not wife Mish. were like, well, at least the at least the music is good. So, uh, but yeah, I know I, I, it was very unfortunate. It's the first <laughs> fan fest for me and uh, I was very disappointed. So uh, Marlins do better because, and, and you know what? If, if you say four to 10, at least let me eat four to 10. Like all you're doing is losing money at least. So well, four right, to nine, uh, an hour to clean up and, you know. Uh, all right, four yeah, to nine. Yeah. But yeah. Why, why are they shutting down like a little after eight? Yeah, I get it. It killed me. All right. So that was fan fest. Like I said, nothing crazy, but I feel like the most, uh, engagement i saw on marlin's twitter over the off season happened just a couple days ago uh, i f- i forget the kid's name uh, is isaac isaac azoo isaac azoo okay he, he sent out a tweet where he said that everybody should be happy that we're getting the blue jerseys because the teal jerseys should only be for anniversary seasons no That's he, a he, because shit. it'll it'll lose the it'll lose its allure well, you know what? If you see it every Tec- time. So I just saw Spazzy's jersey behind him, and yeah. fuck it. I hate it. It's too many times. <laughs> no, 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 no. He has a point to an extent, right? It's, no, it, it's cool because we He's never see point. it. But I'm okay them not bringing back that same exact jersey. But those are our colors. Give us those colors back. Do it in a different design, but those colors yeah. should be the main colors. Look, I'm rocking the Miami Heat shirt. What's the Miami Heat? Black and red. Always. They could do Vice City. They could do whatever they do. You know it's black and red always. Dolphins, as shitty as their colors are, it's hey, aqua and me. orange always. It's always aqua and orange. Doesn't matter what they do. They change the logo. They change the design of the jersey. It's always aqua and orange. There's no reason as to why the teal should not be representing the Miami Marlins. So, so. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that you know, Isaac, we, we appreciate the work you do and the work that Fish on First does. I'm gonna get that part of the way. We it's not that we don't that we dislike. Oh you. no, You're no, no, not at all. And by the way, no, I think that it's amazing. I think it's amazing that he was able to single handedly get that going. Because yeah. I mean, Marlin's Twitter. I'm I'm part of a lot of uh, sports Twitters, like I don't know, communities, I guess you could say. And the Marlins is one of the more, and I don't mean this as an insult, but like one of the more dead ones. Like there's not a lot of going on in the Marlins Twitter world. But yep. he got it going. So good shot for you, Isaac, because obviously you have a pulse of the people when it comes to the Marlins. I will say with the so the and I tweeted this the the only the real correct answer is just to make the black and teal permanent. Like it, it's not, you know, it's not a matter of like oh just in, you know we need to save it for special occasions. No, we don't. This is something that the fans you almost near unanimously want. I'm not going to say unanimous because there's one or two dickheads out there. I think we should keep the, the, the blue and red or whatever the fuck we got going on right and, now. And if there's one of them, and I swear to God, if he sends out one more tweet about it, I'm going to go off on him <laughs> the next episode. And he knows who it is, and you all know who it is. Yeah, but I'm uh, the, 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 the blue and red, it's fine, but it, it's, it's just not miami it's 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 genuinely not miami it's not the marlins and i i I don't know if it was marlins historian you know big fan of the show i know jonathan rodriguez tweeted out something similar that he's he's another one in the fish on first family of you know conceptualizing the current look that we have like the the font you know the m and everything but just using the black and teal like i don't think that's a stretch 
And we, oh. and again, and I've said this a million times, we've seen the Orioles do it. We've seen the Padres do it. We've seen the Blue Jays do it. We've seen uh, the Astros do it, that they went away from that original iconic color scheme and the original iconic jerseys. And they all came back to it because it's what sells. Like the thing is the, like we, you walk around, even you go to Marlins games, people aren't wearing the blue and red. They're wearing black and teal. People are wearing the hat that Branton's wearing. People are wearing the jerseys yeah. that are behind Spazzy right now. Like I buy, I like, I get like the generic fanatic shit here that we get. But when I go to the game, I'm, I, I want to wear my Dontro Willis jersey. I'm wearing the 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 teal Friday merch that they that they sold. That's the stuff that all sold out. It's the stuff that at certain points of the season you couldn't get anything. The 30th anniversary all teal hat it sold out immediately. Yeah, that was a, that was a bitch to find last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. But, but I think that was the, that was the biggest issue with with that tweet. And like I'm, I'm, it's it's honestly, I think the lack. Of, I think I, I told you guys the lack of moves has made Marlins Twitter focus on this one thing, which is the fucking uniform, which is awful because it's just there's I don't a know, Dolphin, man. There's a Dolphins account called Make Throwbacks Permanent. And they are very like it, everything is so focused on that, and it's a little, it's a little much. Like it's listen, yeah. I want to go back Dolphins as well. I want, but it's a little much, and like this off season has focused on that. I saw you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> this off season has focused so much on like the teal that it, I am over it. But to his point, that it's like, oh, get over it. It's like no, like I think he said that like it wasn't a big difference or something like it. No, when you would go to Throwback Fridays, man, like it was an entire vibe. Like people were loving it. I, I, Listen, that, the attendance had to be better because I saw more people there. So I don't know. That that was like that was a very weird thing to throw out there. I don't know what he thought, but the quote retweets and the replies were not very good uh, Listen, you know, for him. We do have to cut Isaac some slack because I don't think he was old enough to remember when we played in the deal. And that's another And that thing. could be a personal thing. Like and, and I'm not like I am saying that a little bit to be funny, but I'm also saying like he may not have the same memories that we have in the teal. Like all my good memories of this team are in some version of black and teal. It's it's not in blue and red. It's not. And you know, I, I think the majority of Marlins fans would agree, like it's it's time to bring the teal back. And where I disagree with you, Spazzy, where they were, if, if the off season was busier, maybe we wouldn't be talking about the teal. I think we would have, because that guy on the broadcast said they brought the blue in to replace flashback Fridays. Yeah. They're going to play with that on Friday. the reason we're talking about it. And, and we would have, whether we had signed Bellinger and Tim Anderson last you know what, week, right. I think you're we right. still would talk about it. Which they should have just left that Friday on, but that, and and some people like the blue. I, I'm not a fan of the blue. I don't really care for it. Honestly, the blue looks like a spring training jersey. It does, yeah. and that's well, what because it, is. it was, the wasn't it? Visualization yeah. of the spring training jersey. But I do think um, I know somebody was saying like you have to have the current design for like five or six years or something, and then you can change it. And then when they pointed out that we may be in the last year of that window, so maybe next year. Maybe we, they, just, they bring back the teal, but what's one more year of fandom? Hey, let's 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 keep it going. I just don't all I'm under, asking for is the colors. That's all I'm asking for. I, I, don't I, care I what, just what don't under, like there. It, there are so few instances throughout sports 
that all fans are unanimous in something. And the Marlins fans are, are damn near unanimous and just walk, wanting the black and teal. Like, even if you go through, like, big league accounts or, or, or these Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts that, like, cover baseball or the the historicity, uh, historicity of baseball, um, they, they reference Gary Sheffield in the teal. They reference, you know, Charlie Huff. They, they you know, Josh Beckett, Mike Lowell, Miguel Cabrera, you know, uh, Alex Fernandez, Al Leiter, Edgar Renteria, Craig Council, Bobby. Like, these guys, it, like, all the history is tied up in – the black and teal. Well, like, and I'm going to throw this out there too. Yuri Perez made his debut in teal. It's true. Mm-hmm. We were there. Nice. We were nice. there. We were there for the Don Carlos Stanton made his debut in teal. I have a question for you guys. I'm the real one to remember Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you guys. If you could pick just one throwback that comes back permanently, would it be black and teal or the white and teal pinstripe that we saw last year? Because I I asked because Kali keeps bringing up the black and teal. So I have a feeling that he favors that one. I prefer the white and pinstriped. So my favorite Marlin uniform ever, ever was the one that just had the the F and the fish on the chest. You remember that? It was a white one. It was a white one, but it had the, the, the just the fish and the. The more that was like our alternate. I remember Dontrell wearing that a couple times. Yeah, but if I were to, if I had to choose one, honestly, probably the black Marlins ones. Those were those were probably my favorite. The black, and then it had the 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 Marlins in silver and the the teal outline, and then obviously the black and teal hat. And then like the one that Spazzy has. I picture yeah, Cabrera every time I see that jersey. I just think Miguel Cabrera. Like that one reminds me of the the, the two thousand three, like winning that yeah, one, like. And yeah. that's like so when we won '97, I was I was six, seven years old. I was young. I remember it because when you're when you're at that age, baseball is religion to you. Like it's it's right. it's everything. Like these guys are are magnanimous. They're bigger than life. You know, 2003. I was already starting high school. Like I, I was playing baseball. I loved it, and we were going to games all the time. Um. So I remember, like you know, again, the last out in Game Six, Josh Beckett's rocking the black the black jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought. Beckett's glove for when I pitched the one that had the the dial on here the Wilson dial and it had the, the completely closed web I used to put my my mitt my, when I would pitch I'd put the mitt right here so you can just see the eyes like like Josh Beckett the black and rainbow yeah yeah um, I, and the thing is I, I didn't oh, now looking back at it, jersey, though. I, I didn't love the colors I will say and maybe this is unpopular I like the orange and stuff more than this blue and red to be honest you and Marlins, man. Yeah. You and Marlins, man. Oh. I, I don't like it. I, I like it. I think I like it more, but. I think the vest was my favorite jersey. I, I was just oh, going to say the vest. Bring back vest. the vest. I love I, it. I, yeah. I almost pulled the trigger it, on 8th Street, I want to say, right by, um, oh, what was it, like 47, 37, by Ponce de Leon. And 8th Street, they had a Marlins store over there. Yeah, I used and to go to it all the time. In, and in the window, they yeah. had the vest jersey. Yeah. And I would drive by there because I used to have to visit uh, Navarro stores because I used to work for the district or whatever. So I used to constantly drive on 8th Street. And I would constantly drive and see that in the window. And I was like, I'm going to pull the trigger eventually on this. And I never did. And I remember I always thought, I was like, 
if I knew that Renteria was on the back, I would have pulled the trigger. But it was a no yeah. name, so I was like, uh, and then, but I never got to pull the trigger. But yes, that one is my favorite. The so that that store was on Eighth and Thirty Seventh Avenue. It yeah, is it, it is now yeah, it a, an Estrella Insurance it's a theater. It's a it's like a Spanish like. It was next to it. The theater the theater's been there. It the, was the theater the was, 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 was to the right side of the theater. Yeah, it was it was right on the corner on the right, on the right, north, yeah, northwest right, right. corner of it. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. But the vest is oh, a shit. That, that's the vest. Yeah, I, I yeah. went to the tickets yeah. one time. Random enough. I don't know why. My grandmother yeah. used to. So my grandmother lived not far from there. Um, and before Marlins games and stuff, she would take me to. She'd take me there and like buy me. You know, she didn't have a ton of money, but she'd get me like a shirt or a hat. And hats were obviously cheaper back then. You know. Yeah. But, that is awesome. That okay. is awesome. All right. Well, uh, spring training is right around the corner. So uh, my question to you, and I'll start with you, Brian. What are we looking forward to as far as spring training? I know you heard that Monteverde might be only uh... one thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Monteverde. Yeah. I cannot wait to see him light up spring training and end up as our fifth starter this this season. The, as the fifth, okay. Wait. So right off the bat, you think he's gonna? Okay, all right, that's cute. I like that. I like the optimism. I'm I'm putting it's, it out there so it happens. Uh, will it happen? Probably not. <laughs> According to uh, Brenton, Monteverde is 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 starting opening day. Yeah. Tim Anderson will be behind the at shortstop. Oh God! If that happens, I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do if that happened with with Monteverde and Tim Anderson on the field at the same time. I'd definitely be I'd, there. I'd build the statue myself outside of Lone Depot Park. <laughs> of me. Of you, yes. Correct. <laughs> You're just really excited. I think I think Monteverde can realistically be a bullpen guy. I don't think he has a Maybe the long start. reliever to like how Brack started the season in the bullpen. Yeah. My my only issue yeah. is that we, we have we have a, a few lefties already that are pro- that are locks for the pen. So you know, you're competing. He's going to be competing with innings with you know Nardi and um, and Okert and Weathers and stuff like that. Yeah, but- Nardi. By the way, I saw. I'm, I'm sorry, going to be This is completely off topic, kind of. But I forgot to t- mention. I, I mentioned age. I seen Puck at Fan Fest. Oh, no beard. Forgot about Puck. No beard. Puck's going to be. I think. I. I- Think That's Puck's pretty strange. Be a starter this year. Well, I, 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 I barely recognize him. He looks so weird without no, without a beard. I don't know how I feel about this. So well, maybe um, it's, a, it's a new year, new him. You know, try to shake I, off the bad vibes hopefully. and get back in there. Hopefully. So this was going to be my follow up question here to Spaz, Spaz, and I guess I'll ask everybody: Spring training. When have you ever been to a spring training game for the Marlins and Jupiter? And are you planning on going this year? So funny enough, as much as I love this team, I've been to fucking thousands of games. I've never been to spring training. I've never been to Jupiter. No uh, wow. way. Yeah, I've never been there. Never been. Uh, wow. I, have, I have friends that live in the community, like right by Roger Dean, and they are always like offering to like, hey, come up and like, you know, spend the night, whatever. Uh, never been. So this year I'm going to I'm definitely going to go. And if we could all get there on the same day. Uh, I have a buddy who works for the team. He does the he does a lot of audio. Uh, sorry, a lot of video for the team, and he says the first week is the best week to go. So I think we should try to make it there the first week of spring training. Brand, you care to answer PJ's question because I'm curious as well. <laughs> uh, last season, if you We're remember how many 
How many bullpen days did we have last season? We we uh, basically went most of the season with four starters. Too many. That, that this is true. So Yuri and I feel like Brax we had three starters because and Lazardo. Those are the Quedo three locks for the a, starter. Quedo was Those are the locks for starter. Yeah. No, Cabrera ended up in AAA last year. Cabrera is not a lock for the starting position. I would put my life on it. He's in the opening day rotation. <laughs> Fuck no! Oh, oh my god! I we'll hope see. That. If, if he has walk issues again, if he has walk issues in spring training, there's no way he's in there. If that happens, he's getting traded. Trevor Rogers is back. Max Meyer, Monteverde, Puck apparently is being stretched out as a starter. There's competition. If he's if he walks like three guys in an inning, you you will not see him on the opening day roster. I, I, I'm gonna agree to disagree, but. We're, I'm going to swing it back to, to spring training. Um, yeah, can, uh, can you guys give me a breakdown for somebody that hasn't been there like myself? Uh, how's the experience there. like? It, me either. Great. Is, is, is there, cool spot, man. It's a cool little. It, yeah. is, is it in the middle of nowhere? Are there things to it's do right off the stadium? highway? It's right yeah. off 95. It's right off 95. I mean, you have to take a. I mean, you it's, take it's, a couple I mean, it's of it's Jupiter. It's, roads, a, it's a bit. Yeah. For you, me, Danny, it's it's a bit of a hike, but. Um, no, Roger Bean's a cool spot. They have like cool restaurants and bars. From what I remember, it's been years, but it's definitely been since before COVID, since I've I've gone to spring training game. Um, but it's always cool. Like the atmosphere is like chill. Like you know, obviously you you and it if you're into the prospects and you follow the guys in our system, it's really exciting because it's really the only ch- chance you're gonna get to see them in person. Um, On the backfields too, like. Sometimes you run into guys back there training on their own, and yeah. So coaching I've as long as I that. coaching as long as I've had as I have, they they host like the the perfect game tournaments there, uh, Junior Olympics, um, the perfect game All American tournaments stuff. They, it's all there, and we've had tournaments, and you'd see guys there throwing you know throwing pens and stuff like that, and and working out. I met Jazz there watching my nephew in a perfect game tournament. That's he was cool. just riding around in a golf cart watching guys yeah, as he was they'll, injured. They'll, they'll do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, tickets used to be pretty cheap. I actually looked at it not too long ago, and tickets are like 40 bucks now. I remember going, for, and you'd be able to get in for like 5 or 10 bucks, like less than 10 years ago. So it's kind of crazy that they're like 40 bucks now. But small, intimate venue, you know, not a bad seat in the house. Um Food's pretty solid. Again, there's restaurants and bars like right across the street. Yeah. Um, there's like there's a, a mall around there. There's like a little mall, I think. Yeah, yeah, but there's a restaurant right across the street. I forget the name of it right now, and and I don't know if it went down during COVID or whatever. But it, it was it was always pretty popular. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but it was literally right across the street from the parking lot on the on the well, first base side. They had some of the of- best blackened mahi I've ever had. There has to be some type of vlog that goes on for those of us that can't make it to to spring training so we can show everybody what it's like to make it out to Jupiter for a modern spring training game. I've only made it out to Yankee spring trainings in the past, and they have that whole mini Yankee Stadium, George Steinbrenner Field, down Mailbury, down Mail, Dale Mabry Road, Jesus, in Tampa, and it's very centered. It's right across the street from there. Raymond James Stadium. So uh, Fort Fort Myers, ho- I well, yeah, I think they're still hosting the state championships for for high school baseball. And one year when I was coaching, we went to we went to states and we played at the Red Sox facility, and it's it's a nice. it's a perfect replica of Fenway. Like you have the monster. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it, 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 Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it on TV. I've seen games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dimensions are a perfect replica to 
to Fenway. Cool. So uh, yeah. fun story. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the name Sal Stewart. He got drafted in the first round by the Reds, played for Westminster Christian. In the game at the time, we weren't in the same classification. They were in the game before us. He tattoos one like clean over the the monster. Like, absolute fucking nuke he hit there. So. So wait, right. the, the Sox aren't in celebration. There's like an entire bar in Celebration, Florida, where it's all Red Sox. They're not there. They, they have they have a little Fenway too, but their actual spring training facilities in Fort Myers, and the, oh. the field that they play on is an exact replica of Fenway. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. I didn't even know that. I remember I went to a bar in Celebration when I was in Disney, and uh, it was just all Red Sox, and I did not understand why. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're the Red Sox bar." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. Another another one that has <laughs> another ones that have cool facilities. The the Astros and the Twins share a facility, and the and the stadium there is really fucking cool too. Um, but I'm yeah, spring training games are, are fun. It's just um, I miss the Orioles' old stadium in Fort Lauderdale. Now it's a Miami. dump called Drive Pink. Oh, Miami Stadium. They uh, Miami Stadium. Uh, yeah, they used to play in Fort Lauderdale too. Right. Yes. I used so, to go to a lot of games there. So I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, home Homestead was going to be the spring training location for the for at the time the cleveland indians now the cleveland guardians um at the it's, i did it, not know that yeah where keysgate charter is yeah there's a i don't even know if it's still up but there's a stadium there um and that was where the the guardians were going to to uh have their spring training and then hurricane andrew came Oh wow! And I had no idea. Yeah, it like halted. It halted production and stuff like that. And then they so and then they moved to wherever. I'm not sure where Cleveland. Their is. winter park. So yeah. there you go. You're listening to Battle Morning fans, you get, get a little bit of but info on everybody. A little the history sta- lessons. The stadium is still there. I don't think it's been in use in a while. But um, there was a there was a time where if you so if you follow Miami Hurricanes football, you'll under, you'll know the name John Ruiz. He's the big NLI guy for them. He basically bought out that property that where the stadium is, and he used to host uh, tournaments there, uh, especially for the for summer baseball and stuff. And it was actually like a pretty popping spot for like two summers, and and kids can play in the stadium and stuff like that. And um, they were trying to get that going, but it just it, it I guess it was too expensive to keep running. Now it's just sitting out there. So, well. Uh... We've basically run over everything, but there's one thing that we were talking back and forth about that we figured that we'd bring up here on the show, and that is overrated and underrated baseball movies. And I'll start just because I want to poo-poo on something already. Oh, God, Uh, Jesus. I'm going to tell you that I believe the best baseball movie of all time is The Sandlot. Fair. That's fine. That that is what I feel. That is what I believe. Nobody will change my mind. Now, the most overrated movie of all time, as far as baseball movies goes, and I'm going to give you my explanation. Oh my I've God. never actually watched this movie. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you, can, you can't but, do that. You can't yes, do well, let me give, let me uh, give you my I know what you're going to say to me. You're just going to say to fucking get me angry, too. I'm putting a fucking Orioles hat back on. Fuck this. <laughs> let me give you my explanation. I believe that Bull Durham is the most oh, overrated baseball movie of all time. You now, let me explain why. Oh, can I, can I explain yourself. myself? Go, this is go my explanation. Go, go. This is go, my explanation. Over the last year, you guys have told me how great this Bull Durham movie is. Great. Movie. I haven't watched it yet. The reason I think it's overrated is because I had never heard of this movie until I started talking to you guys. If I had never heard of this movie, then it can't be that great. 
You never are probably the movie. only person who's never fan, heard so of this that's movie. That's why. I don't know. <laughs> I've never even heard of this movie. Jesus. And you guys you guys say it's the greatest thing ever. It's impossible if I've never even heard of the movie. So those are my, my favorite and what I believe without watching is probably the most overrated baseball movie mm-hmm. of all time. So I, I, I give the floor to whoever would like to take the reins now. <laughs> I mean, I'll go. Go, please. <laughs> I'll let Kelly call off. More. I'll let Kelly call off because I, <laughs> Kelly and I share the same favorite baseball movie. And it is Bull Durham Thank because you. it. And you can ask anybody. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know this is because um, it was either it was either it wasn't Craig Mish. It was either uh, Glenn Geffner or uh, Tommy Hutton who said that that movie encapsulates as close as it can encapsulate to what it's like being in like the minors. Like that is what being in minor league baseball was like at the time. And that's why it's such a loved movie for baseball lovers. But then also you have Susan Sarandon. I think Callie can agree with me on that. Uh, mm-hmm. you, have Robbins, uh, you have Kevin Costner and there's a love story and there's baseball. Get out of here, man. It's like the best movie ever. And on top of All that, right. you have well. a ton of baseball. So it's a great well, movie. It's my favorite baseball movie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You want to say something? No, I was just going to say, I, I actually thought of another one because I just watched a baseball movie two days ago with my daughter because they gave her a homework assignment and we watched 42 together because she had a homework assignment on Jackie oh, yeah. Robinson. Okay. Great 42. Movie. And it's not the first time I watched it. I had already watched it before, but I had forgotten how good it is. 42, yeah. amazing movie. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Oh, all right. So, I feel like we should go to Cali last. Well, hold on. Yeah. Overrated. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Overrated. Almost overrated movie, Field of Dreams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I get it. I'm not I don't yeah. agree, but I get it. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite movie is also what I think is the most underrated baseball movie, and that's uh for love of the game. Great one. Also I awesome. think that is an incredible movie that not a lot of people watch. Yeah, that's good. And uh that's that's my favorite. Like Bull Durham is number two, and it's close. It's close. They're real, they're right there. Uh, my most overrated movie is Field of Dreams as well. Um, it's not that I think it's a bad movie, but no. I think I think so many people watch like one scene of it and like that. Oh God, we have to talk about that one scene and that defines baseball. No, like it's a great movie, but it's overrated just because it's like I don't know. It's just overrated in my opinion. The, the issue of Field of Dreams is just that it's so long. It's it's like a four hour movie. That's a lot. Oh, and that's and it, why, like I'm saying, like people only yeah, watch one journal, little segment of it, and they're like, "Oh, I know the whole movie," and it just. Oh, uh, just real go. quick, Cali. Uh, <clears throat> uh, PJ just threw out the Homestead Sports Complex ballpark was demolished on May twentieth, twenty nineteen, after Hurricane Irma. So thank that you for sense. that, JP. There you go. Thank you, PJ. Yes. Um, I'm in clutch. So go ahead, Cali. Uh, I'm, I'm dying to hear what you have to say. About uh, the most overrated movies, because I know which oh, one you're going to say is most underrated. Okay. So, first and foremost, Bull Durham is the greatest. It's it's the greatest baseball movie of all time. Like, to me, there's not a close second. Um, there are seconds, but it's not a close second. Uh, it's baseball. It's a great story. Love story. Kevin Cosner fucking hitting dinger, switch hitting catcher, knocking him all over the fucking yard, breaks the Man League home run record. Spent 28 days in the show once. 
The kid from Rookie of the Year. The kid from Rookie of the Year spent a lot more time in the big leagues than this guy. Listen to me. Listen to me. That is such a cool. I can be I we can dedicate an episode. I can probably recite that movie line for line. How many times I've watched it. It is we should do a watch along with Callie. Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon on that movie. Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon met at that movie and they got married. Like, what more do you want? But anyway, listen, Crash Davis is one of the greatest movie characters of all time. Genius idea. I hate to interrupt you, Callie, but I think we should have a battered Marlins fans watch along and Danny live. We all together watch the movie for Danny's first time. I think it's a great idea. He can react to it live and our fans can see what's happening. If he's that not crying be, at the end, I'm fighting. I'm just want. I want you yes, to know yes. that. Like, that would be a bore fest. That would be a bore fest. We would be bored. I'm a very boring person when I watch TV, guys. I, okay. I, I would be. It would be a bore. So, fest. most. Those are those are two great answers, by the way. Moneyball's awesome. Major yeah. League. Major League's my number two. I want to say that Major League's my number two. Oh, and all um, these movies are watched before the season starts. Like I will watch all these movies, even yeah. the seasons. I oh, will watch all I, of them. I watched uh, the Sandlot for me with my kids. I watch it before yeah. opening day. Every I watch year. all of it before opening day. But go, go yeah. ahead. So, most overrated movie for me is. Probably a bit of a hot take for baseball purists, um, and, and it's definitely almost sacrilege for some people. But the natural, don't love it. Eh, it, it I know it's it's considered a classic and all that stuff, but it's honestly, genuinely kind of boring. Um, maybe it's just it, it didn't age well or whatever. I actually watched it, I don't know, like six months ago, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like. You know, so I think that one's the most overrated, although it is considered very much a classic, not just in terms of baseball movies, but movies in general. Um, most underrated baseball. I've been struggling with this one because I feel like there's so many, uh, so many good ones. But one that I think that doesn't get enough love that is very, very good baseball movie is 61. Um, oh, Roger Maris. Oh, yeah. It's the, the yeah, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle home yeah, run that's race. A, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. That one is I I watch I watched that one two weeks ago three weeks ago or something like that and man it is I hadn't seen it in years before that and what we because we start we for the chat so that you understand and listeners so you understand we had a whole conversation about baseball movies in our personal group chat that we have oh yeah and I mentioned sixty one I'm like man I need to I need to go back and watch that one man and I did it and it is just so so good it's been a long so time. so good holds up so well. Well, no. anybody watching right now on YouTube, or even if you're listening on audio in the comments, we'd love to hear what your favorite movie is and what the most overrated movie you think is. Which, if it's Bull Durham, I agree. And if it's not, you know, <laughs> you let me know. Um, and then before we uh, sign off here, we were uh, there was some Instagram thing going on where they're sharing pictures of uh, look and and uh, Peter just said forty two is very underrated. I agree. Uh, something going on with people like sharing kid pictures, and then we started talking. And I was wondering what these guys look like as kids in baseball uniforms or baseball hats or just baseball gear. And unfortunately, we couldn't get everybody, but we did get I'll some. have one next time. So uh, so here, I'm going to start with I'm my a little oh, child. Uh... <laughs> oh, yes. That, that is how that started for sure. Right, oh, so, God. Um, oh, no. Okay. Well, I'll start with mine while I try to figure out what happened to Cali's. Here oh, is no. mine. That is four-year-old Daniel 
he and was, didn't you know, have a beard then? I did not have a beard <laughs> then. No, it, it hadn't fully grown in yet. And uh, that's what that was actually taken at my first ever game. I was four years old at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I went to watch uh, Donnie baseball and David went right. Uh, hold on, I'm trying Love to it. get uh, Callie's up here. My fault. I hate doing this live on the show. All right. Um, so boom. And then I'm going to have Caddy's up here right now. And then, oh, no way. I'm sorry, guys. I wanted to have this, but it's not, doesn't seem to be working. Well, I, unfortunately, I can't get Caddy's up here, but I did find Spazzy's. Do you need me to text now, it to you again? There, there's no way you <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so, luckily, I was able to um, get Spazzy's picture up here. So, if you give me one second, uh, I got it right there. <laughs> So there's Spazzy as a uh, as a newborn wearing the teal, of course, right? Because he throws it back, and um, that, that is, is always uh, that is a good so time. Good. And for some reason, Ali, uh, let me pull up your picture, which is very annoying right now because it says it's a e h e i f image. It's not a JPEG. I have a picture here. I can hold it up to my camera. There you go. Oh, there you go. So, Look at you, Ready, ready yeah, for? Uh, there it is. There he is. That that was the pick right there. We'll have a clearer picture next time. But yeah, we wanted to just share that because we thought it was funny, us as kids in the baseball garments. All right. Uh, any final thoughts while we go around the clock? We're almost at an hour. Uh, Spaz, any final thoughts? No, man. Just hope. Uh, I don't know. Just hope something happens. And um, I talk a lot of shit, but I'm gonna be there on opening day, and I'm gonna support whoever the hell's on the field. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no final thoughts. I just hope something something happens soon. <laughs> <laughs> and if it doesn't we'll still be there opening day who cares uh Bratton, final thoughts uh no just thanks pj for for subscribing thanks adrian yeah, for being cool. active in the chat um <laughs> you know you guys are the reason we do this and we're just happy to have you guys here and hopefully next episode we have something more exciting to talk about hopefully in, in two or weeks we're it'll watching be training old time. durham with danny <laughs> that's <laughs> what we should be doing fun. As you uh, sit there with your Orioles hat, yeah, the move the, the moves coming up very soon, so I'm I'm repping the the future home. Um, just you know, six days until uh, pitchers and catchers report, so we almost get some mm-hmm. some baseball some baseball uh, content again, and mm-hmm. seven weeks from today until opening day. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be back in in two oh, weeks. Yeah. Spring yeah. training will be on, underway. And I will be coming weekly soon thereafter that. And it's time for baseball almost. So if you're yeah. listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five-star, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And if you were with us in the comments, as always, we appreciate you joining in, chiming in. And um, until the next one, have a good one.